G'day everybody, my name is Elliot Waters and you're listening to the Dysregulated Podcast. As always, thank you for tuning in. If you're enjoying the show, feel free to like, subscribe, give us a great rating and share it around with your mates. And you can follow me on Instagram at elliot.t.waters or the show at thedysregulated.podcast. So I'm a little bit nervous as I do this episode because tomorrow is my big meeting at the James Fletcher campus here in Newcastle, the mental hospital, to see if I'm eligible for this non-acute inpatient rehabilitation program. So hopefully, hopefully we, we make the grade because I think we're starting to run out of options, it feels like at the moment, but this one is a particularly good one if we can just get in there. So I thought I would tell you, I would go through the referral that has been given from my doctor to the inpatient service and let's see, what do you reckon? Do you reckon you'd get me in there? I hope so. Six weeks, six weeks to turn a life around. I reckon I'm a great candidate. Anyway, let's see. Let's start with date of report, 6th of the 2nd, 23. Current and previous diagnoses, bipolar disorder, ADHD, social anxiety, generalized anxiety, uh, PTSD, complex PTSD. Uh, that'll be in there because... Uh, saying borderline personality disorder is too stigmatizing, so complex PTSD is in there instead. OCD, what else is there? Bipolar, said that, didn't I? Depression, yeah, it's all there. It's all there, plenty of them. So current presentation, very anxious, struggling to contain his thoughts. That's true. Mental health history, diagnosed bipolar disorder 2019, Various medications trialed, recent admission at Maitland Private Hospital under Dr. Willard, medications changed, diagnosed ADHD 2019, put on stimulant therapy, doesn't respond that well, uh, and then I think it says etc, etc, because that is only a little snapshot of what's going on. But anyway, current risk issues, for example, aggression, violence, sexual vulnerability, please detail, suicidal thoughts. Recent end of a relationship causing a huge spike in vulnerability. I would agree with that terminology, yes. Previous significant serious incidences involving risk to self or others, please detail. 2012, planned on walking in front of a truck on the New England Highway in Tamworth, but got too drunk to act. Thank God that I did. 2022, Thoughts of self-harm, but didn't act on this, besides superficial cut wounds. That's true too, obviously. Management plans. What if any specific management plans are in place to manage clinical issues? Has psychologist, but this is the real kicker, and this isn't something that applies just to me, that's for sure. Has a psychologist, but can't afford therapy. He is on medication. Many, many bits of medication. Okay, um, current med- med- medications, see attached list, which will say clomipramine. It will also say lamotrigine, quetiapine, at times olanzapine, at times Lyrica, pregabalin, and more recently, the last week or two, some lorazepam as well, the benzodiazepine. All, I must say, have been, have been prescribed by an adequate prescriber. So none of those are, is me just going out there grabbing it myself. These all these have been prescribed recently. 
Physical health issues, nil concerns, <laughs> except that I'm very, very unfit. Uh, nil concerns with substance abuse, including alcohol, but maybe a bit of a problem with abusing pharmaceuticals. Anyway, anyway, I didn't write this. Nil legal concerns, that is true. Dietary requirements, nil, although I would say high protein, because we're getting back to the gym, boom, high protein. But besides that, there are no dietary requirements for me. <clears throat> current financial management arrangements independent but finances are tight and that is an understatement of the year but i suppose he's trying to you know build me up a little bit as someone who is able to function themselves just needs a bit of a leg up which is really how i view it myself so um self-care strength challenges please detail level of functioning well it says here honors degree Completed in psychology, uh, strengths, insight, and awareness of my situation, which I think is also a negative at times. Challenges, well, this is me saying this, but everything to do with my psyche is a challenge, all of it. Support network, limited, recently ended his relationship, complex and emotional relationship with parents, regular contact and support from younger sister, She'll love to hear that. If only she listened to this podcast anyway. Has withdrawn from, what's that say? Doctor's writing is so hard hard to read. From his usual friends and social contacts. There we go. Yes, that is true. I've become a bit of a hermit and I don't like it, but it is what it is. Other services involved, including community mental health services, NGOs, psychologists when he can afford it, trying to find another psychiatrist, trying to organize psychodynamic therapy through the Toronto Day Therapy Services Group, which I am. I am. I should be hearing back from them tomorrow, hopefully, as well. There are a lot of things going. There's a lot of lot of moving parts. What outcomes does the referring agent, being my doctor, hope will be achieved by this admission? And he says, a medication review. I've had plenty of them, but let's do it again. A reduction in anxiety better symptom management, more effective self-management techniques and solutions. Clients' acceptance, willingness to undertake inpatient rehabilitation admission, absolutely yes. Yes, very much so. If I could stamp that with my approval again, I would. We are very, very willing and able and accepting of this whole process. We just need to be given the opportunity to get into it and give it our best shot. Exit plan from non-acute inpatient rehab, accommodation supports and arrangements, please detail. Back home, uh, what does that say? Living, living with, no, not living with, seeing GP, same GP plus community psychologist. Okay, not living with my GP. <laughs> He's good, but no. Hopefully be able to see psychiatrist also. Yes, that's true. Okay referring doctor. Very good. So that is the brief outline of my referral to the non-acute inpatient rehabilitation program, the intermediate stay mental health inpatient unit here at the James Fletcher campus, Watch Street, Newcastle. So yeah, I'm, I'm nervous. I'm nervous. Not so much because I might be going away for six weeks because that's the minimum minimum of the of the of the period is six weeks. That's not the bit that's getting me nervous. The thing that's getting me nervous is that they don't take me on because I'm starting to get to the point now where it's like, all right, 
You know, we've done this sort of, you know, acute public health system stuff at the Martyr Hospital. There's episodes on that. You know, we did three to four weeks at Maitland Private Hospital. You know, we sort of did that and it didn't quite get us across the line. This, to me, is the logical next step because this is a step up from Maitland, but at the same time, it's a step down from the acute care at the Martyr, which which all the acute care does is give you some benzodiazepines and tell you, you know, get on your way, any other problems come back in, which I used to do, and it'd be the same thing. Here's some lorazepam, lorazepam. here's some Valium, here's some Temazepam, you know, it's all all band-aid sort of solutions. So, you know, that isn't going to work here this time. I've outgrown that. We've been there, done that, and got nothing for it. So this is, as far as I can tell, the next step, the next step. Six weeks, non-acute, but a very, very um, intensive and thorough rehabilitation program. So we'll see how we go. But yes, I'm nervous because if they don't say that I cut the grade, then I must say I'm not sure where... I'm going to go next for help because something I noticed in Maitland was, you know, there's a lot of, and this isn't rubbishing the people I was with at Maitland. Everyone's got their own stories and and so many of theirs are difficult. All of our stories were difficult or else why would we be there? But a lot of people were talking to me about, you know, depression or, you know, they get a bit anxious, you know, and I'm sitting there thinking, yeah, I get those things, but I also get like six other labels as well. And I've been on over 25 different medications and the vast majority have done next to nothing. Like, you know, it felt like at times that I was a bit beyond the scope of the Maitland Private Hospital, the Barrington Ward up there that I was in. My psychiatrist there was brilliant, really, really good. But see, the difference, or one of the differences I've heard is that, you know, at Maitland, I got to see a psychiatrist twice a week, which was which was pretty good. Good luck getting that on the outside. That just will not happen. But from what I understand, I'll be asking these questions tomorrow, in this um, intermediate stay mental health inpatient unit, you're seeing psychiatrists every day and you're seeing therapists every day. This is what I need because I am complex very, very complex. There are complexities that I still haven't discovered about myself, but they are there and it is weighing me down. And the thing is, you know, when I was younger, I had a bit more oomph about me, I suppose. That spark burns a bit brighter. Now we're just bitter, old and jaded and we're worn out and we're tired and I need I need someone or something to really, you know, pick me up by the shoulders and say, look, we're not going to do the walking for you, but you know, we're going to help you along the way. Let's go. And and I visualize that in my head as being these psychiatrists, these psychologists, who it's their role to say, right, Elliot, looks like you faltered a bit this afternoon. What's the story? Let's talk about it. Maybe we can tweak this, tweak that, you know, let's really check in, you know, whenever you're getting those bad feelings and let's come up with a plan that works so you can stop them yourself. And then eventually, automatically, you just do these things. And a lot of it will have to do with things, I'm guessing, like mindfulness. You know, I was talking about the wise mind on the last episode. Those sorts of things and the other techniques I'm going to teach you guys here on the show are the things that need to become habitual and automatic for me for my best chance of success. So I'm hoping that this six-week stay, if I'm accepted, which I really, really hope that I am, really nails in those habits, get the, gets those processes set in stone, then all of a sudden 
we can dig ourselves out of these ruts on our own without having to lean on different pharmaceutical medications or anything else stupid like that that is really in the long run making things worse and that's the thing i know that there's a lot of things that i do that that are a bit silly you know like if my friend come to me and said that he was doing all the things that I was doing, I'd say, listen, mate, you know, pull your head out of it. What's going on? That's ridiculous. Why would you treat yourself like that? But that's the thing. This is how far we've come. I don't know what what normal is and I don't really know what I should be aiming at. But I'm hoping if I'm accepted into this program that by the end of the six weeks we'll be at least back on the path for success, whatever that means, whatever that means, it's always evolving in my head. Success at the moment just means getting into this program. Anything after that would be a bonus. But just to get back on track and, and know that we're empowered and have the tools and the supports to really turn this thing around and build a life worth living. That is the goal at the end of the day. All right, so I better try and get some sleep because I'm getting nervous. So it's time for some Seroquel and some Olanzapine to just knock me out. That's something I want to stop having to do too. But the thoughts are always so much worse at night. But anyway, that's a completely different episode. I'll go through that in, in due course. But that's enough for me now. Wish me luck for tomorrow. Some of you guys will probably be listening to this episode as I'm in there. Um, getting spoken to. So please just cross your fingers, cross your toes and just send me all the positive vibes you can. It would be greatly appreciated. All right. Thanks for listening and I'll talk to you soon. I'll see you on the other side. Catches for now.